So we don't need a new year to set new goals, but there's something so nice about a fresh slate to make some big plans. And with the whole of 2021 ahead, now's the time to think about where you want to take your business and what you want to achieve this year. Through a bit of reflection, breaking down those goals into bite-sized chunks and setting aside the time to work on the things that matter most to you. You're listening to Voice Your Brand, the podcast dedicated to helping you launch and grow your brand online by injecting it with a whole load of personality and creating content that turns followers into loyal fans, all through the power of a unique brand voice. If you're struggling to stand out online, getting stuck writing your product descriptions, or feeling pulled in a million directions when it comes to marketing your e-commerce brand, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nell Casey, the founder of Fate Creative, an e-commerce copywriting agency that writes things to brands that sell online. Before we dive in, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. All right, let's go. Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Voice Your Brand podcast and the very first episode for 2021. I'm so glad that you have made it back to this podcast and uh, are ready to listen and take action on your online brand this year. So in this episode today, I am going to be talking about one of my kind of favorite topics, I guess, for this time of the year, which is goal setting and planning. I always take some time out at the start of the year to really think about what I want to achieve in my business and also in my personal life, uh, and then setting aside some time and a bit of a plan in order to achieve that. And, you know, you can obviously do this at any time of the year, but I think there's something so nice about doing it at the start of the year because there's, I guess, a whole year of possibilities. Of course, we're actually in February right now, but I kind of think of January as a little bit of a um, a warm up or a final rehearsal for the main event, which is um, the year ahead. So, you know, hopefully you're recovering from a busy Christmas period, um, maybe had some great sales in your online business and a bit of a break <laughs> um, and you're ready to get back into it and really make things happen in 2021. So, Let's talk about goal setting and achieving the things you want to achieve. So first of all, let's talk about why we set goals. Uh, You've likely come across goal setting in some form or another um, previously. Maybe that's a fitness goal, like wanting to run 10Ks or a financial goal, like saving $10,000. And you've probably actually done some goal setting for your business as well. You know, when you first started out in particular, you had a goal to create the business. And so you had to work towards that. So I'm going to guess that you're familiar with goal setting in some form or another. And whether you've dabbled in it for a few years or, you know, are a full on planner or somewhere in between, I still think it's amazingly valuable to revisit your goal setting process and planning on a regular basis. So, you know, why do we set goals? Maybe an obvious question, but goals help steer us in a particular direction. They give us something to aim for and a basis on which to make decisions about the tasks and the projects that we carry out day to day. We also know that setting goals can be really powerful in terms of achieving success, whatever that means to you. You know, because goals allow you to focus your time and your energy, you're able to achieve much more than if you just flip from one project to another or one task to another. And the process of working towards a goal and tracking your progress is also incredibly motivating. 
if you achieve one goal, you're way more likely to achieve the next one and then the next one and the next one after that. Of course, there's more than one way to set a goal. In fact, if you Google how to set goals, you'll find around two and a half billion search results. And each one of those search results is a different idea, a different perspective, or a different approach on goal setting. Add to that the thousands of books, podcasts, and videos published on the topic, including this one, and it can get pretty overwhelming. So I'm not going to tell you that there is a right way to set goals. We all process plan and find motivation in so many different ways. But I want to share with you the goal setting process that I use in my business um, and hopefully that will help you unlock a spark to make those goals that you have um, a little more audacious for this year and also more achievable. So the first thing I'm going to do is a little bit of an exercise that I um, do in my own business, in my goal setting, before I kind of sit down and really start to work out the goals. I imagine that it's 31st December 2021 or whatever the year is um, ahead of you and you know you're writing a wrap-up post on the year just gone for your blog or for your Instagram or just personally Um, and you're thinking about all that you've achieved in your business like what you launched or created what challenges you had to overcome and how you did that what recognition you received and what are you most proud of And, you know, what do those sales figures look like and what products have you launched? All of that thing. And I like to write this and imagine this as if I am actually there on New Year's Eve, 12 or eight or nine months ahead of where I am now and literally write down maybe month by month or season by season or quarter by quarter, what are the key goals, the highlights, the outcomes and the achievements that have happened in the year previously. There's something very powerful about positioning ourselves in this way and getting into this mindset. So rather than us thinking, I will achieve this, we write it down as if you have achieved it. So, you know, in March, 2021, I launched a new product and it was really successful and I sold it out to a wait list. So rather than saying, I will do that, you just say, I have done this. And it just creates this mindset shift and it allows you to think much more about what the possibilities are without having to filter through, oh, is this actually going to be something that I'm going to be able to get done? Because that's the next step. Before we do the actual planning of our goals and making time for them, we want to think big and we want to be inspired. So once we've done that exercise and we've really started to think about it, now we can actually start to set some goals. And I'll bet that you have so many other goals, you know, rattling around in your head, personal or business or otherwise. So grab a piece of paper and brainstorm just all the things you think you want to achieve for this year. This is your chance to think big picture about what you want to accomplish, where you want to take your business, uh, what you want to do with your family or your friends, how much time you want to spend um, working on your business, how much time you want to spend not working on your business. And you can have some financial goals or sales-oriented goals, but it can also be less tangible things, maybe about building your community or being known for something It could be about volunteering or it could be about contributing more to the community around you uh, through donating, all that kind of stuff. Just really think about where you want to take your business and what those goals might look like. And then you can start to prioritize them based on what's most important to you and what you feel is going to have the biggest 
impact. So once you've started to think about what all of those goals look like, this is where we get to the juicy part. First of all, I want to just mention that there's a difference, well, for me, between goal setting and goal planning. For me, the word setting can feel quite passive. You can set a goal and then not do much with it. But planning is more active. It's a process that requires you to actually work through each stage and really think about how you're going to achieve what you set out to achieve. So when we talk about goal planning, you've likely already heard of SMART goals, but let's do a quick recap of what they are because I think it's a really powerful process for any sort of goal planning. So the first thing with a SMART goal is it has to be specific. You have to know what the goal is that you're trying to achieve. And I like to really make sure that this is something that's quite clear um, and has a meaning or a purpose or a value behind it as well. So rather than just saying, I want to save some money, making sure they're actually clear about how much money you want to save and why you want to save it. Just having that in mind is actually going to motivate you a lot more. So the next thing we want to think about is something measurable. How will you determine if you've achieved your goal at the end? So measurable does not equal, you know, make more money. For example, you know, your goals need to be tied to some kind of metric. And for an online business, that might be something like your average order value increasing by 25% or your conversions increasing by 25% or achieving a total sales number or a figure for a particular period. So making sure that there is a number behind it. Now, let's say your goal isn't necessarily financial um, or sales related. Maybe your goal is to become more known as a particular type of brand. So you could actually determine that you're going to measure that by the number of mentions that you get in the media or the engagement increase on your social media, or even just the number of replies you get to your emails that you send out to your email list. So all of that can be used to measure different things like um, engagement or your community building efforts. So the next part of SMART goals is achievable. Uh, And this is, again, really considering, is this goal going to be something that I can actually achieve or attain? And this is also where I challenge you to think about what resources or skills you might need to achieve that. So maybe you need to bring someone on board to help you achieve a particular goal that could could be someone like a web developer to help improve your website sales process. That might be a marketer to help you develop a strategy to help you reach more people. That might be a designer to give your brand a little bit of a zhuzh so it's a little bit more attractive and up to date. Or it could be, um, you know, a copywriter to help you write better product descriptions to help you sell more. So really thinking about this is not just necessarily on you to help achieve your goal, but you can really build out a team of people to help you. Alternatively, maybe it's not about creating a team. Maybe it's actually just about you upskilling or gaining some additional knowledge to help you achieve it. So do you need to take a particular course like in Facebook ads or Google ads so that you can better understand that and increase your conversions? Again, this is about thinking about how you need to achieve those goals and the different steps that you need to break down to get there. So the R in SMART goals is relatable. And again, this goes back to really why you want to achieve this goal. What would it mean to you to reach it? Because if we haven't got a 
a relationship or a purpose or a driver to achieve our goals, it's much more likely we're going to give up at the first major hurdle. So any type of goal that you're trying to set, really ask yourself, what does it mean to me to achieve this? What would it mean to my business or to me personally to achieve it? And, you know, if you need to dig really deep to answer that question, take some time to do that. It's going to be so worth it um, so that you'll have that motivation and that drive to push through when things get tough and they definitely will get tough. And finally, timeline. When will you achieve this goal? So we want to make sure that we do have a little bit of a deadline um, to achieve it. And that might be, hey, I want to make sure that I have had 20 mentions uh, in PR, in the media by the end of the year. So that gives you a nice amount of time to achieve it, but it could be shorter. Maybe you want to achieve a conversion uplift in the first quarter of 2021. But the other part of having a timeline or a T in SMART goals is to ask yourself, what time will you set aside to work on your goal? And this is probably one of the most important things to consider when you are setting goals or planning goals. Because it's all very well to have the list of tasks that you need to achieve and an understanding of who you need to bring on or what skills you need to develop and how you're going to measure your goal. And you have the drive to reach it. But if you haven't set aside time to work on your goals, then I can basically guarantee that the day-to-day of running your business is just going to take over. And that to-do list of everyday tasks (laughs) is going to push down that time to work on a bigger picture goal right down to the bottom. And you're just going to run out of time. So in the next stage, I'll take you through a little bit of my tips on making sure that you have time to work on the goal. But again, before you kind of commit to any sort of goal, make sure that you have the time to achieve it in the deadline that you've set for it. Okay, so it's so great to obviously plan out our goals for the year ahead. But like I said, what happens is that we get caught up in the general business admin of life and all the things that demand our attention. And a year is both a relatively long and short period of time. 12 months can feel like an eon when you consider all the tasks and activities you could fill it with. But those days and months can also pass by so quickly as evidenced by the fact that Christmas always just seems to come around again when you least expect it. So in order to maximize the opportunity that the next 360 or whatever days it is ahead offers us, we need to be really strategic in how we plan our time. So go ahead and grab a calendar, whether that's online or paper, and begin by marking out those dates that you know are already set. So that might be your major markets and wholesale fairs, seasonal shopping dates like Christmas, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, all of those that you might want to consider, plus personal stuff like holidays and breaks because it's so important to make sure that you have time scheduled out to rest. Then go back and take a look at your list of goals and begin to think about when you will focus on them. Don't go crazy and try to get everything done in the next three months. You need to pace yourself while still maintaining a good rhythm to get things done. And then you want to block time out in your calendar to actually work on your projects. And that might be as little as half an hour a week if that's all the time that you can dedicate. And that's fine because, you know, you might end up finding other time as you build momentum, but 
at least having something in your calendar every single week to work towards the goals that you have set will help you have that momentum to keep going. And you need to be realistic about what you can achieve and avoid working on too many goals at once. If it's looking a little bit crowded, maybe drop one or two until you've achieved and ticked off a few goals from your list. Because once you start to see that momentum, you're actually more likely to be strategic in what you work on day to day. One of the best tips that I have for my business is using the Pomodoro method. If you've heard of this, it's actually like using a 25 minute timer or whatever time that you set to focus on just one task and then you have a break. The idea being that 25 minutes is about the optimum length of time that we can focus on a task before getting distracted. So by setting you Pomodoro for 25 minutes, focusing on a task, and then at the end, taking a five minute break, you're more likely to get things done than if you just kind of try to muddle through for a couple of hours. And you can use the Pomodoro to get your goals tasks done during the week. So list out all the things that need to be done to achieve this goal. Maybe not all of them if it's a big goal, but at least the next 10 or so tasks that you would need to achieve. If any of them are quite big, like, you know, you need to write a whole sales page for your a new product, then maybe break it down into something smaller. So each one is about 25 minutes. So maybe that's with outlining it, writing the first draft, editing it, writing the second draft, uploading it to your website and proofing it. They can all be smaller tasks that you can work towards actually getting your new product page up. Then when you have 25 minutes free or you've scheduled it into your calendar, just work on the next task for that goal and then tick it off. And you'll find that you'll actually be working through and getting things done quite easily and helping to maintain that focus. Using a project management tool is also a great way to track your goals and the tasks associated with them. You can also use that to collaborate with other people that you need to um, work on goals and other business tasks with, like perhaps a VA or a social media manager or a content creator or other people on your team who need to know what's going on in your business and need to communicate with you about what they need to do and what they're getting done. Okay, so that's it. You've planned all your goals for the year and you're ready to rock it. Okay, so not quite. Obviously, there's one thing to sit down and plan out this stuff. And it's another thing entirely to get it all done. But if you have done this work and taken this action, then you're much more likely to achieve it. But the final thing that I would add to your goal planning session is to go ahead and schedule time during the year to review and reflect on your goals and what you have achieved. You might like to do that at the end of every month. You might like to do that at the end of every quarter. I wouldn't say leave it much longer than that because that just doesn't give you time to review your progress and you know, make changes if you need to move a bit faster to reach your goal by the deadline you've set. But it's very important to schedule this time to track your progress and measure what you need to measure so that you can adjust along the way rather than getting to the towards the end of the year and realizing that you haven't got done what you need to get done. Okay, so that is actually it from me today. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I really hope you got something out of it and that you are going to make some time to plan your goals for the year. 
I'd love to know what your key lessons or anything that you learned from this episode. So if you want, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Fate Creative, F-E-T-E, Creative. And I'd love to know what goals you are going to be working on in 2021. All right, that's it from me this week. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm really excited that we're back in 2021 and we have an amazing year ahead of us. Until next time, see ya. If you're loving the podcast, why not head on over and leave me a review? It'll help people just like you to find it. And make sure you're subscribed to get all the latest episodes right in your podcast player. That's it from me for now. Until next time, may your brand sparkle. This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Wadawurrung people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge the stories, traditions and living cultures of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples on this land and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded.